Hello Saints, Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not in Jesus name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. 2 Corinthians 5, 15. I'm going to read verse 14 and 15. For the love of Christ constraineth us, that means it compels us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. So Jesus, the righteous one, died for all men, not some men, but all men. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He would have all men to be saved, the Bible says, and to come under the knowledge of the truth. First Timothy 2, 4, 2 Peter 3, 9. So the love of Christ in us, because we're born again, right? That's just read one of them so far. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15. All right, verse 15, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth or from now on live unto themselves, but unto him, that's Christ, which died for them and rose again. So our lives in this world, after God saves us, we're new creatures in Christ, and we are to live for the glory of God and not ourselves or anyone else. So in verse 17 and 18, we are familiar with this passage. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, notice when God saves you, your whole life is changed from the inside out. If you can agree with that, that God did a miracle in your heart and gave you peace and washed away all your sins, I want you to raise your hands right now. So if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We're no longer sinners or subject to sin and the death that sin brings. All right, so verse 18 of 2 Corinthians 5 tells us, And all things are of God. They're no longer of us anymore. We have much more than that. We've been regenerated, made new creatures, born again. It's the same chapter, the next verse, verse 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So everything in our life is now about God and not of us. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 and 20. What? He asked the question, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Do ye not realize that you're no longer your own, you're God's property? And in verse 20, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So we're not our own anymore. We're God's property, and we're here to glorify him and not ourselves. Como se dice, the precious blood of Jesus. La sangre de Jesucristo, si? We've been bought 
by the highest price ever paid. And it's like when you're in love with a person, a husband, you ladies have a husband and you're in love with him. You want to do that which pleases them, right? And when we truly love God, and that means we love him more than ourselves, we're going to delight to do his will and not our own. I'm going to read a verse in Genesis 29 that we read a couple of weeks ago that's really good. Genesis 29, 20. All right. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days. And why did they seem to go by so fast? Here it is. For the love he had to her. We talked about that song. When a man loves a woman, he will do anything for that woman. And the same thing for a woman who loves a man. Jesus said that we are to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Jesus and the Father are the only ones who deserve our love and worship. Remember, everything God instructs us to do is for His glory and our good. So when God says things like, Thou shalt not steal, He's saying to you, Please don't hurt yourself by stealing. So if you want to be blessed, if you want your life to be blessed, all you have to do is simply do things God's way and not your own. Recently, I had a brother in Christ call me and confess that he had sinned against God. And so we prayed together and, you know, he knows what to do. He knows what's right and wrong. And so it's just a matter of doing things God's way. How many people are tired of sowing bad seed and reaping bad crop? How many people are ready to sow some good seed and reap some good crop? We're here to help you to grow in grace and to walk in a mature relationship with Christ. We're here to help you prayerfully to be established in your walk with Christ. Let's go to Colossians chapter 2. I'm going to take a look at a beautiful passage here. After Corinthians, after Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and then Colossians. It's just after Philippians chapter 2 verse 6. Colossians 2, 6 says, how many people are saved? Raise your hand if you're saved. Well, today, whoever's not saved can be saved. God wants to do nothing more than to save you today. Amen. So for those that are in Christ, he says in verse 6, Colossians 2, as ye have therefore repented and received Christ. Amen. And now you're a born again child of God. So that's who he's addressing. He says, as ye therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Verse 6 and 7. God wants us to be rooted and grounded in Christ. So when a tree grows deep roots into the ground, it's established. And so when the winds and the floods come, it's not going to be removed. So Jesus wants us and instructs us to be ever more deeply rooted in him so that the storms of judgment that are coming will not wash us away into hell. Then we're going to read the next verse now and the next actually 8 through 10 as we come in for a close here. We just read verse 6 and 7. Now we're going to read verse 8 through 10, the next three verses in Colossians 2. Paul warns us, he says, Beware lest any man spoil or ruin you through what? Philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments or the 
thinking of the world and not after Christ, for in him, that's Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. All right, so Jesus said that he didn't do anything while he was on earth except that which he heard and saw the Father do in heaven. Even Jesus was completely dependent on the Father. In John 5.30, Jesus said, I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. So Jesus lived to do the will of the Father, and he's our example that we should live to do his will. Luke 22.42, Jesus said, not my will, but thine be done to the Father. Not my will, but thine be done. So being born again children of God, we're here to do the will of God and not our own will. We just read where Paul warned us about false teachers. Beware of anybody pretending to represent Christ who's not teaching you that you must die to yourself and let him live in your life and reign. You can't pretend to be blessed and be doing things your own way and not God's way. God wants his people to be authentic and not fake. Just like I mentioned earlier, not long ago, a friend of mine called up and before God and me, he confessed that he was in sin. So he was being authentic. He was confessing and getting his sin out into the light. God wants us to be genuine, authentic disciples of Jesus. Mateo Cinco Ocho, amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they, they, only they, are going to see Jesus now and in eternity. We can only walk with Jesus by doing it his way and not our own. I encourage my friend who called to confess sin to realize that we can just begin by praying, Lord, purify my heart in Jesus' name. Father, give me a pure heart no matter what it takes. Let's read another verse on the pure heart. I am going to go here to Proverbs, and I think I remember the reference. 2211, he that loveth pureness of heart. For the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. So we see that when you have pureness of heart, when you have a pure heart, there's going to be grace in your words. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You can monitor where your heart is by what's coming out of your mouth. Out of a pure heart is going to flow pure, truth-filled words. Because out of whatever's in your heart, your mouth is going to speak. And I want to encourage everybody here to read Romans 6. I'm going to repeat each morning this week. Romans chapter 6. Prayerfully read and cry out to God to be crucified with Christ and to have a pure heart before him. This word from our gracious God is going to richly bless your life. God delights to bless his people. The Bible tells us that God is going to fill us up. We're going to be loaded with his blessings as we do things his way. Let's finish with this verse, and then we're going to pray. It's Psalm C eight nineteen. Blessed be the Lord who daily, daily, every day, loadeth or fills us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Selah. Psalm 68, 19. 
The Bible says God's loading us with blessings every day as we walk with Him. If you want to be loaded with God's blessing, continue to love and worship Him in spirit and in truth. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for your presiding grace over each precious soul, Lord, that you created to know you here under the sound of your word, your word, God, this morning. We ask you to induce, unite each heart to fear thy name, Lord. And we know the fear of the Lord is clean, Lord, and bless us to have pure hearts and a sound mind as we look for the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several, many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and you're prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site. And you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon. And you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.